Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonsalves. A top of the morning to you. It's David Cox. And I'm Josh Matheson. What's the uh, meaning of top of the morning? Is it literally being literal, like it's the, the beginning or the, the top of the morning? Or is it, I hope you have a tip-top morning? Like, what? what's the... I guess it means like at the start of the morning. It's like good morning, but no one, no one has ever said it in the history of that country. <laughs> yeah, no. Where does that phrase come from? I've never had an Irish probably, person say it to me. Probably, it's probably America. It's probably yeah, those, it's like... true. So this week we are looking at chapters twenty-three and twenty-four of Pinocchio, and I have absolutely no idea what the mini blurb is. Last week, Pinocchio got released from the weasel trap by the farmer and basically got brought into service. And then Pinocchio met the weasels that have been stealing the chickens. And it turns out the weasels had a little bit of an underhand deal with the last dog. What was his yeah. name again? Melon. Melon. Yeah. <laughs> How was your voice, by the way, Josh? Were you like, oh, really? Uh, like, I was feeling, I was feeling vocally on top of the world. Could I just point out as well? Josh was actually round mine for dinner, and he did that voice for the rest of the night. <laughs> so he obviously yeah. really enjoyed it. <laughs> Just next, next, next time you've got a group voice class, just for a laugh, just be like, okay, everyone. So this is about our. We're just going to be warming up our nasal resonators. That's that sort of twang voice. So everyone, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I've, do you know what? I've done weirder things. I don't think it's my true. students would even be surprised in the slightest. No, you could probably get acting students to do pretty much anything, and they won't question it. Oh, you can absolutely. You can. So he didn't take the backhand deal. He said no, to them, because... yeah, go on then. And then went, they went in the chicken coop. He barked, bow wow, bow wow, bow wow for the farmer. And he came out, put the weasels in a bag. Because if there's one thing that Pinocchio will never do, it's take a bribe. Apparently. Yes. Apparently. But he will do anything else, pretty much. Literally anything. So do you want to read the mini blurb from last week? Because I honestly cannot I, remember what it is. I can't. It was it was really random, which I'm excited about. It was random. I'll refresh your memory. So the mini blurb, Pinocchio weeps upon learning that the lovely maiden with azure hair... Oh, of course, the blue fairy died. Yes. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Yeah, great. It's coming back. He meets a pigeon who carries him to a seashore. He throws himself into the sea to go to the aid of his father. That was it. So I wonder if Geppetto was like boating or rafting to the Blue Fairy's house. Maybe that's how the sea got involved. But sure. They're both on land. They are both on land, but maybe he decided to go the quick way and go by boat. Maybe are you saying got... it might be like across an estuary? Yeah, maybe, you know, Pinocchio might have walked the long way around and he's maybe gone, ah, oh, do you know what, I'll just boat across on the ferry or whatever. Or maybe Geppetto had to, like, um, sell himself into slavery just to stay alive. <laughs> and he's, I like, thought you were going to say maybe Geppetto's a stronger swimmer than Walker, so he decided to swim it instead. Or that. Either <laughs> or. Well, let's just dive in, because I'm intrigued to find out how a blue fairy that's already dead dies, but there we go. Yeah. Maybe she was lying about that. Mm. Dementor's kiss. <laughs> Chapter 23. As soon as Pinocchio no longer felt the shameful weight of the dog collar around his neck, he started to run across the fields and meadows and never stopped till he came to the main road that was to take him to the fairy's house. When he reached it, he looked into the valley far below him and there he saw the wood 
where unluckily he had met the fox and the cat, and the tall oak tree where he was hanged, and though he searched far and near, he could not see the house where the fairy with the azure hair lived. So her house hmm. disappeared. Has it become overgrown or something? Maybe it never existed. Maybe it was just all in his head. He became terribly frightened, and running as fast as he could, he finally came to the spot where it had once stood. The little house was no longer there. In its place lay a small marble slab, which bore this sad inscription. Here lies the lovely fairy with azure hair, who died of grief when abandoned by her little brother Pinocchio. <gasps> ah! <laughs> so much He's guilt been guilt-tripped there. from the beyond the grave. That's amazing. Who writes that on there? Oh, dear. That's obviously like the bereaved relative who's like, it's his fault and I want him to know when he comes back that it's There's his fault. There's just some fault. like passive-aggressive woodland stoke. Exactly like, that. <laughs> that Pinocchio was a... That still doesn't explain why the house has gone. So they they knocked the house down, dug a grave, and then put a slab on it. But he's, he's only, only been gone. Oh, what you know? Minutes? I suppose no. He was gone four months. Oh yeah, because of the prison. Because of the prison. Yeah, that's the thing. In our heads, it wasn't very long, but he's actually been gone for a long time. The poor marionette was heartbroken at reading these words. He fell to the ground, and covering the cold marble with kisses, burst into bitter tears. He cried all night, and dawn found him still there, though his Who's tears dawn? had dried. <laughs> 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 I was just waiting. I was waiting for it. <laughs> you can't introduce characters. Who's are there dawn? any? Are there any famous dawns? Dawn French. Dawn French. <laughs> yeah, Dawn French is there. <laughs> he cried all night, and dawn found him still there, though his tears had dried, and only hard, dry sobs shook his wooden frame. But these were so loud that they could be heard by the faraway hills. As he sobbed, he said to himself, Oh, my fairy, my dear, dear fairy, why did you die? Why did I not die? Why am I so bad instead of you who are so good? And my father, where can he be? Please, dear fairy, tell me where he is and I shall never, ever leave him again. You are not really dead, are you? If you love me, you will come back alive as before. Don't you feel sorry for me? I'm so lonely. If the two assassins come, they'll hang me from the giant oak tree and I really will die this time. What shall I do alone in the world? Now that you are dead and my father is lost, where shall I eat? Where shall I sleep? Who will make me new clothes? Oh, I want to die. Yes, I want to die. Oh, oh, oh. This is a recurring theme. He's Fantastic. so wet, isn't he? Oh, he is so, so he's intensely unlikable. Yeah. I hate, the, I hate these monologues. Yeah. yeah. Every, and it's always the same. Like, yeah. he doesn't, like, progress. I don't know if it's intentional or if it's just bad writing. Or I mean, I get, that, I get that children's stories use repetition as a tool because it hammers home the point. But this is just ridiculous. I remember doing a workshop with a director once before and she was like, there is nothing more uninteresting than someone just being like self-pitying. Yeah. Poor Pinocchio. He even tried to tear his hair, 
but it was only painted on his wooden head. (laughs) 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 Even that, he's just like... He can't even catch a break. Do you know what I keep on thinking? I'm just like imagining it. If you were over there, you're just hearing like wood on wood, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what's that tapping? <laughs> oh, it's that, it's that boy over there. He's trying to... He's trying to style his hair. Just then, a large pigeon flew far above him. Seeing the marionette, he cried to him. And what is this, boy... It's a, oh, it's, it's a, a man him. pigeon. No, it's going to be Sarah McMillan. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's, it's a recurring Sarah character. Sarah after a sex change. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, that's the one. I got her surname wrong. This could be Seth Ah, hi. Pinocchio is an amazing one. Pinocchio. Pin- Pinocchio. <laughs> it is a good what one. What would you like for your Italian dinner? The nutty or the Pinocchio? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, little boy, what are you doing there? <laughs> Can't you see? I'm crying, (laughs) cried Pinocchio, lifting his head toward the voice and rubbing his eyes with his sleeve. Tell me, asked the pigeon, do you by any chance know of a marionette, Pinocchio by name? (laughs) What a line. (laughs) What a great one. (laughs) Marionette (laughs) Pinocchio. (laughs) Pinocchio? Did you say Pinocchio? replied the marionette, jumping to his feet. Why, I am Pinocchio. That's great. (laughs) At this answer, the pigeon flew swiftly down to the earth. He was much larger than a turkey. (laughs) It's a good bit of detail. (laughs) That's a big big pigeon. pigeon. Turkeys are huge. Then do you know Geppetto also? Do I know him? He's my father. Poor dear father. Has he perhaps spoken to you of me? Will you take me to him? Is he still alive? Answer me, please. Is he still alive? I left him three days ago on the shore of a large sea. What was he doing? He was building a little boat with which to cross the ocean. For the last four months, that poor man has been wandering around Europe looking for you. Europe? Whole of Europe. (laughs) He's a very fast walker. In four months to cover the whole of Europe, he's a very <laughs> fast walker. Not having found you as yet, he's made up his mind to look for you in the new world far across the ocean. So he's planning on crossing the Atlantic in a hand, a homemade... I mean, I know he's good at woodcraft, but I would not trust myself to build a boat that could travel across right? the Atlantic. I've crossed the Atlantic in a cruise ship. That was bad enough. It's quite boring, isn't it? Endless sea. <laughs> oh, it's awful. How far is it from here to the shore? Asked Pinocchio anxiously. More than 50 miles. 50 miles? Oh dear pigeon, how I wish I had your wings. If you want to come, I'll take you with me. How? Astride me back. Are you very (laughs) heavy? Heavy? Not at all. I'm only a feather. (laughs) No, you're not. Very well. Saying nothing more, Pinocchio jumped on the pigeon's back, and as he settled himself, he cried out gaily, Galopon! Galopon, my pretty (laughs) steed! I'm in a great hurry! (laughs) The pigeon flew away, and in a few minutes he had reached the clouds. The marionette looked to see what was below them. 
his head swam and he was so frightened that he clutched wildly at the pigeon's neck to keep himself from falling. They flew all day. Toward the evening, the pigeon said, I'm very thirsty. I am very hungry, said Pinocchio. Let us stop in a few minutes at that pigeon coop down there. Then we can go on and be at the seashore in the morning. They went into the empty coop, and there they found nothing but a bowl of water and a small basket filled with chickpeas. Is it like a pigeon <laughs> service station? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it sounds like it. Like chickpeas? Yeah, they've got, they've got a chopsticks, a Leon, a McDonald's, and a WH Smith. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're only stopping for 15 minutes. I'll meet you outside. <laughs> the marionette had always hated chickpeas. According to him, they had always made him sick. But that night, he ate them with a relish. Did he eat them gladfully, or did he have them with, like, relish? Did he... <laughs> <laughs> he ate them with a relish? As he finished them, he turned to the pigeon and said, I never should have thought that chickpeas could be so good. You must remember, my boy, answered the pigeon, that hunger is the best sauce. <laughs> is that sauce is in SAU? SAU, like, like tomato sauce. Oh, okay. So maybe he's saying if you put a hunger on anything, it will taste that's good. A, that's a quite, quite profound. Yeah, that's a, I actually quite like that saying. It basically saying if you're hungry enough, you will eat it. So I bet that's an Italian idiom. Hunger is the best sauce. I like that. After resting a few minutes longer, they set out again. The next morning, they were at the seashore. Pinocchio jumped off the pigeon's back, and the pigeon, not wanting any thanks for a kind deed, flew away swiftly and disappeared. The shore was full of people, shrieking and tearing their hair as they looked toward the sea. What has happened? asked Pinocchio of a little old woman. And then a little old woman. Can you do replies. the most old, oldest, decrepit voice? <laughs> okay, yeah. Withered with Old age. Withered with age. Are we happy with that? And, and, and from any particular mm. part of the globe? I'm almost imagining the Snow White uh, transformed queen. Mm. The crone. Yeah, the the yeah. old crone. <laughs> yes. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I haven't done anything yet. Uh, you've got like an ET finger <laughs> out as you're like preparing. <laughs> hey, it helps me. <laughs> That's fine. It, good things are worth waiting for, apparently. Okay. Uh, a poor old father lost his son some time ago. And today. It, he built a tiny boat for himself in, in order to go in search of him ac across the ocean. The water is very rough and we're afraid he will be drowned. <laughs> is that okay? It was great. <laughs> it I'm was really good. worried she's about to die. It was very papery. I, I'm worried the main, main danger is this woman's life she rather than Geppetto. She might just keel over at any moment, yeah. Where is the little boat? There. Straight down there, answered the little old woman, pointing into a tiny shadow, no bigger than a nutshell, floating on the sea. Pinocchio looked closely for a few minutes and then gave a sharp cry. It's my father! It's my father! Meanwhile, the little boat, tossed about by the angry waters, appeared and disappeared in the waves, and Pinocchio, Standing on a high rock, tired out with searching, 
waved to him with hand and cap, and even with his nose. Just <laughs> <laughs> waving with his nose. How do you wave with a nose? Well, You're just going to go... <laughs> <laughs> I like you just look like a, I don't know, like a, also a salmon. Is, does he like grow it and then wave it like a narwhal? Has he got a normal cap here? Like, is it still made of bread? I think it's still a bread cap. It's still <laughs> bread. It's still dough. If he went like that and waved his head, he'd end up with a flat pizza <laughs> by the end of it. And that's how pizzas are invented. <laughs> that's how pizzas were invented. <laughs> it looked as if Geppetto, though far away from the shore, recognised his son. And he took off his cap and waved also. He seemed to be trying to make everyone understand that he would come back if he were able. But the sea was so heavy that he could do nothing with his oars. Suddenly a huge wave came. Hang on, so he was going to oar it across the Atlantic? It seems that way. I mean, that's a flawed plan. I mean, it might, it might away, have a little really, sail as well, you don't know. Suddenly a huge wave came and the boat disappeared. They waited and waited for it, but it was gone. Poor man, <laughs> <laughs> said the fisherfolk on the shore, whispering a prayer as they turned to go home. Just then, a desperate... Is that it? Don't Poor call, man. Like, do you want to get some lifeguards? Oh, well, off home. Or like a coast guard? No. no. Oh, well. Don't bother with that. <laughs> Just then, a desperate cry was heard. Turning around, the fisherfolk saw Pinocchio dive into the sea and heard him cry out, I'll save him. I'll save my father. The marionette, being made of wood, floated easily along and swam like a fish in the rough water. Now and again he disappeared, only to reappear once more. In a twinkling, he was far away from land. At last, he was completely lost to view. Poor boy, cried the fisherfolk on the shore. And again, they mumbled a few prayers as they returned home. End of chapter. I'm amazed that none of them stayed to watch. Because like, if you're from a little fisherman village, a puppet boy swimming out to sea to save his father who's drowning must surely be the most interesting thing that's ever well, happened. What, what I doubt it. Did, I doubt it. They, we have massive guards. Mm, I'm, exactly. I'm, all that random <laughs> stuff happens there as well. And what like. they didn't mention was that the chippy opens at 4:30, and if you if you don't <laughs> hurry up, they run out of Savoys. All of the all of the Savoy gets swept up in a moment. So, so we were out in the middle of the ocean, but Pinocchio and Geppetto could be reunited finally after what four and a half months of them being apart well, now? I mean, this seems like the beginning of Finding Nemo, so it could be a long old while, yeah. <laughs> what, is Geppetto going to be in a fish tank in Sydney? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing this is where the whale comes in as I'm well. Boom, boom, this must be. Whale. I mean, do you, how whale. much do you want to how much do you want to bet on that? Do you think it comes up in the next chapter? Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to decide if I mention mm. a whale in the next mini blurb or not. Mini blub, mini blub, mini blub. What, what is happening? What is happening? Mini blub. Pinocchio continues swimming to look for his father, and there's a big storm. Legit. Pinocchio swims out to where the boat is, but it's already sunk. And then, in despair, he decides he's going to sink as well. 
but can't because he floats. It's just driftwood. So he's just laying there face down in the sea. Forever. <laughs> and then a whale comes along. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going no. with this. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with it either. And I... I get 100 of a point, though, because I said Pinocchio. I'm just, I'm just going to put it, just get it out there nice and quick. You're both rubbish. You've got one 99th of a point each. <laughs> I've got 99 problems that they can't answer Is it, one. Well, Pinocchio visits the great city of Atlantis or something. <laughs> you know, that's closer. You would have got more points for that. Is it? <laughs> oh, damn it. I can tell you that 20... I was going to mention mermaids because oh, uh. I was like, oh, maybe a mermaid could well, turn up. Well, if you'd mentioned insects, you might have been a bit closer because chapter 24's mini blurb... Insects? Yes, reads thus. Pinocchio reaches the island of the busy bees and finds the fairy once more. It's Tupac. <gasps> she faked her own death. Who do you think's after her? She entered witness protection. That would be a twist. Maybe the assassins came back for her and the mastiff authorities had to, like, whisk her there are away. There too many questions. I also love that Geppetto was never found. He's still not yeah, found. No, he's still drifting. I mean, we've had the city of Simple Simons, which was a bit weird and a bit thing. So is Busy Bees literal? Do you think this is a massive hive? Or do you think Busy Bees just means like everyone's too busy to help anyone else? Probably. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, I mean we don't know, but uh, we assume that not everyone in the city of Simple Simons was called Simon. So maybe it is a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simon. Yeah, I'm good, Simon. How are you, Simon? Oi, Simon. <laughs> yeah. Simon says, said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Simon says is actually like a daily sport. So by the same logic, perhaps they're not bees and it is slightly metaphorical. Chapter 24. Let's jump in. Go for it. Chapter 24. Pinocchio, spurred on by the hope of finding his father and being in time to save him, swam all night long. And what a horrible night it was. It poured rain, it hailed, it thundered, and the lightning was so bright that it turned the night into day. So wait, was there a storm? Yeah, a storm, yeah. Didn't David mention a storm? It wasn't in the it blurb. Wasn't, it wasn't in the mini blurb. Oh, it's true, it wasn't in the blurb. It on blurb. the whole thing. Stitched me up. <laughs> Stitch me yeah, up! Yeah, that's a shame. Stitch me up! I don't <laughs> care anymore! <laughs> At dawn, he saw, not far away from him, a long stretch of sand. It was an island in the middle of the sea. Pinocchio tried his best to get there, but he couldn't. The waves played with him and tossed him about as if he were a twig or a bit of straw. At last, and luckily for him, a tremendous wave tossed him to the very spot where he wanted to be. The blow from the wave was so strong that as he fell to the ground, his joints cracked and almost broke. But Oof. nothing daunted, he jumped to his feet and cried, Once more I have escaped with my life. Little by little, the sky cleared. The sun came out in full splendour, and the sea became as calm as a lake. Then the marionette took off his clothes and laid them on the sand to dry. He looked over the waters to see whether he might catch sight of a boat with a little man in it. He searched and searched, but he saw nothing except sea and sky and a few faraway sails, so small that they might have been birds. If only I knew the name of this island, he said to himself. If I even knew what kind of people I would find here. But whom shall I ask? There is no one here. The idea of finding himself in so lonesome a spot made him feel so sad that he was about to cry. But just then he saw a big fish 
swimming nearby, with his head far out of the water. Not knowing what to call him, the marionette said to him, Hey there, Mr. Fish. <laughs> May I have a word with you? <laughs> and then the fish, of course. Yes. Can we do, you know, in um, Elf? No. There's Mr. Narwhal. I don't know Elf. And he's like, hey, buddy. I hope you find your dad. Okay. Well, yes. that can do that. No. What? Do you know who I'm talking about, David? Yes, I think I do. It's like before he actually goes to New York, isn't it? Yeah. Even two, if you want, answered the fish, who happened to be a very polite dolphin. Oh, oh what? That's not a Stupid. fish. They're mammals. That so. would have affected what voice we'd have uh, given it. Probably would have done. Massively. Stupid. You'd have picked something really squeaky otherwise. <laughs> Will you please tell me if on this island there are places where one may eat without necessarily being eaten? <laughs> Surely there are answered the dolphin. In fact, you'll find one not far from this spot. You know that he knows that he's made of wood, right? There aren't many people that want to eat wood. Woodworm. That's it. The only part of him they can eat is his hat. Oh, yeah, that'd be tasty. Oh, it'd be minging now, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be mouldy. It's been like, what, four and a half months on his head. How shall I get there? Take that path on your left and follow your nose. You can't go wrong. Tell me another thing. You who travel day and night through the sea, did you not perhaps meet a little boat with my father in it? And who is your father? He is the best father in the world, even as I am the worst son that can be found. That doesn't round it down. Like, give him a name. Give him a description, Pinocchio. Like, say where he's from. In the storm of last night, answered the dolphin. The little boat must have been swamped. And my father? By this time, he must have been swallowed by the terrible shark, which, for the last few days, has been bringing terror to these waters. Is this shark very big? asked Pinocchio, who was beginning to tremble with fright. Please say it's mega shark. Is he big? replied the dolphin. Just to give you an idea of his size... Let me tell you that he is larger than a five-story building. <laughs> it's mega shark. And that he has a mouth so big <laughs> and so deep that a whole train and engine could easily get into it. So this book should have been called Pinocchio versus yeah, Mega Shark. Yeah. This is so stupid. It's great. Mother mine! Cried the marionette, scared to death. And dressing himself as fast as he could. <laughs> he had that whole conversation naked. Oh, yeah, he was naked the entire time. <laughs> 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 he turned to the dolphin and said, Farewell, Mr. Fish. Pardon the bother and many thanks for your kindness. This said, he took the path at so swift a gait that he seemed to fly, and at every small sound he heard, he turned in fear to see whether the terrible shark five stories high and with a train in his mouth was following him. Well, not on land, is he? Well, he was thinking, oh, he's such an idiot, yep. isn't he? I hate him intensely. After walking a half hour, he came to a small country called the Land of the Busy Bees. The streets were filled with people running to and fro about their tasks. Everyone worked. Everyone had something to do. Even if one were to search with a lantern, 
Not one idle man or one tramp could have been found. I understand, said Pinocchio at once, wearily. This is no place for me. I was not born to work. Ah, oh, <laughs> Dossa. Unbelievable. <laughs> You're just born to feel sorry for yourself, you twerp. Mm. He's had one job. But, like, this is this is my point with him. Like, if you'd have actually got off your bum and actually d- and go, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, maybe I need to get a job and I'm going to earn my way out Or just it. gone to school. Yeah, not just go, like, uh, everyone's affecting me. Uh, uh, my dad's gone to sea in a boat. Uh, my friend the Blue Fairy died. Uh, I got tricked by a weasel. Just shut up. But in the meantime, he began to feel hungry, for it was 24 hours since he had eaten. What was to be done? There were only two means left to him in order to get a bite to eat. He had either to work or to beg. He was ashamed to beg because his father had always preached to him that begging should be done only by the sick or the old. He had said that the real poor in this world, deserving of our pity and help, are only those who, either through age or sickness, had lost the means of earning their bread with their own hands. All others should work, and if they didn't and went hungry, so much the worse for them. What happens if there's a pandemic and your entire industry loses all its jobs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Geppetto. Just then, a man passed by, worn out and wet with perspiration, pulling with difficulty two heavy carts filled with coal. Pinocchio looked at him, and judging him by his looks to be a kind man, he said to him with downcast eyes in shame, Will you be so good as to give me a penny? For I am faint with hunger. And then Coal Man responds. Can we do like a really deep voice? Like a really, uh, oh, I, I, I think he should be right from the gravel of the bottomless voice. Really, really, very low like that. Not only one penny, answered the Coal Man. Can you make him happy? Not only one penny. (laughs) He loves his job. He loves being dirty. Christina Aguilera, he's just wearing like that costume. <laughs> the arseless chaps. Arseless chaps. He's the like, shirtless with a big pickaxe and a little yeah. light. <laughs> Come here, boy. I'm going to roger you senseless. <laughs> oh. That's how he gets his money. End of chapter. That's how it... Great. I'll give you four if you help me pull these two wagons. I am surprised, answered the marionette, very much offended. I wish you to know that I have never been a donkey, nor have I ever pulled a wagon. So much the better for you, answered the coal man. Then, my boy, if you are really faint with hunger, eat two slices of your pride, and I hope they don't give you indigestion. I mean, he's like, oh, I've never been a donkey. It's like, you've been a dog, though, dude. Like, that's not much better. You wore a collar and you got tied up in the garden. Yeah. Like, don't act like you've got, like, yeah, you know. So you don't have any dignity, mate. A few minutes after, a bricklayer passed, carrying a pail full of plaster on his shoulder. Good man, will you be kind enough to give a penny to a poor boy who is yawning from hunger? Can't say I've ever yawned from hunger, but the bricklayer then responds. All I've got in my head is 
You know, obviously, the story of the three yeah. little pigs and one of them builds his house out so of... So he's the third little pig? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I just want to make him the third little pig. <gasps> oh, the German pigs! <laughs> From Shrek. Yeah, the German uh, pig. Yeah, exactly. So really camp offensive German oink. Camp yeah. offensive German oink. This is the first time we've come to a place where everyone's actually been people. Mm-hmm, yeah. Everyone's been an animal since up till now so we're going to decide people are animals okay, great because yeah, we're the sure. bosses uh, i get that gladly <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know you could do a camp oink but here we are <laughs> that's a gift anything's possible uh, <laughs> Answered the bricklayer. Come with me and carry some plaster. And instead of one penny, I'll give you five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) This is brilliant. But the plaster is heavy, answered Pinocchio. And the work too hard for me. If the work is too hard for you, my boy, enjoy your yawns and may they bring you luck. <laughs> it's proper Bruno. I love it. <laughs> but I love that you did like a little, you did like a little sassy head tilt when you did the oink. Yeah. It's all part and parcel. Oh. So he's basically said, I'm, I'm above begging because dad says that only sick and old people beg. But That's correct. He's basically, he's begging. Because he's like, will you give me a penny? Yeah, I'll give you five if you come and do some work. Oh, no, I can't do the work. I just want the penny. Yeah. He's begging. These are very reasonable requests. And not only are they reasonable requests, like just give us a hand, Mm. but uh, give us a hand and I'll give you more than you're asking for. Yeah. In less than half an hour, at least 20 people passed and Pinocchio begged of each one, but they all answered... What's the collective voice of 20 people from Busy Bee Land? I think last time we did a big crowd, it was just angry Italian. Just remember the audience oh, oh, was the big, Italians. you know, oh, the play, sure. the play. You know, it was that. Okay, kind of, yeah. Uh, aren't you ashamed? Instead of being a beggar in the streets, why don't you look for work and own your own bread? Finally, a little woman went by carrying two water jugs. Oh, okay, she's a water lady. Water lady, She's yeah. got large jugs. <laughs> Good woman, will you allow me to have a drink from one of your jugs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's oh, lowered no. his standards again. It's not, oh, can you give me money? He's literally just asking for water now. Asked Pinocchio, who was burning up with thirst. Can you make her a towie? Yeah, all right, darling. How's it going, all right? With pleasure, my boy. She answered, setting the two jugs on the ground before him. When Pinocchio had had his fill, he grumbled as he wiped his mouth. When Pinocchio had had his fill, he grumbled as he wiped his mouth. My thirst is gone. If I could only as easily get rid of my hunger. On hearing these words, the good little woman immediately said, If you help me carry these jugs home, I'll give you a slice of bread. Pinocchio looked at the jug and said neither yes nor no. And with the bread, I'll give you a nice little dish of cauliflower with white sauce on it. Pinocchio gave the jug another look and said neither yes nor no. And after the cauliflower, some cake and jam. Mm, Now you're talking. At this last bribery, Pinocchio could no longer resist and said firmly, 
Very well. I'll take the jug home for you. The jug was very heavy, and the marionette, not being strong enough to carry it with his hands, had to put it on his head. When they arrived home, the little woman made Pinocchio sit down at a small table and placed before him the bread, the cauliflower and the cake. Pinocchio did not eat. He devoured. Mm. His stomach seemed a bottomless pit. His hunger finally appeased. He raised his head to thank his kind benefactress. Ooh, oh, I that word before. A, what a, cor- a, what a corker. That's a good word. Benefactress. Yes. Very good word. Mm-hmm. When I grow up, I want to be a benefactress. I can't believe there's a, femini- there's a feminine <laughs> version of it. Is it just because we've just taken the masculine? Benefactor. Hmm. I guess so. Maybe. Well, it's bit... Does that mean that mattress is actually feminine? <laughs> yeah. It's Mac- Mac- if you're a woman, you'd be called mattress. <laughs> <laughs> mattress can solve us. But he had not looked at her long when he gave a cry of surprise and sat there with his eyes wide open, his fork in the air, and his mouth filled with bread and cauliflower. Why all this surprise? asked the good woman, laughing. Because, answered Pinocchio, stammering and stuttering. Because you look like... You remind me of... Yes, yes, the same voice, the same eyes, the same hair... Yes, 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 you also have the same as your hair that she had. Oh, my little fairy, my little fairy, tell me that it is you. Don't make me cry any longer. If you only knew, I have cried so much, I have suffered so. And Pinocchio threw himself on the floor and clasped the knees of the mysterious little woman. End of chapter. Have we misvoiced again? But we can't be blamed for that. Because he never... This is the problem, though. He never mm. reintroduces characters using the same description as the last time. It doesn't help our medium. It's almost as if he he wasn't thinking about us doing a really underprepared podcast like 100 years after yeah, the no, book. Yeah, no, it's really it's very rude. Very un- un- <laughs> <laughs> Discourteous, I should say. I mean, it's very telling of Pinocchio's kind of spoilt brat. He's definitely still a spoilt brat. He hasn't really learned in that sense. He he kind of proclaims to have these really good morals. Like my father raised me to be this kind of person, but I'm just going to ignore that and just do this because it's easier. Yeah, and he's literally not prepared to work. Like on on, it's no. like, well, I can't do those. Oh, I ca- it's okay. Sorry, I can't do that. Um, mm. Is there anyone else? Oh, well, they they could do some help out at the school or in the in the cafe. You like you could help. You could help them serve food. Oh yeah, cheers, bro. Not like oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk up to the blow with loads of heavy stuff. It makes his fickleness and his readiness to like jump into a random situation to get out of the plan seem less like that he's just naive and more that it's actually just this constant aversion to work. But it's hard to argue with Pinocchio, but I, I, I fear that the author's probably got slightly more right wing sort of thing about it it's yeah like, i don't have any problem with the thing of like you know people working for their living i think that working is good it gives yeah, people yeah, yeah. purpose it, it gives people drive i'd say my uh where i differentiate is where people's work is not paid the value that it is you know that it's worth when someone works really really hard and works and then gets paid nothing for it that's where i have a problem disproportionate mm. 
I mean, obviously, this was written years and years ago where, you know, the welfare state just would not have been even on the radar, left or right. houses in Italy. I suspect they probably did. Yeah, but the workhouse was like pretty dire, really. It was oh, not yeah, exactly this kind like... of safety net. It was this you're being carted off to work off your debts. Yeah. It's so grim. I would hate to have lived in this time. So do you reckon the Blue Fairy is going to disclose why she faked her own death? Why the tomb appeared? I mean, or has yeah. he got it completely wrong and it turns out it's just another woman who happens to have blue hair? Well, I mean, it would be it would be interesting to have noted the blue hair right from the off rather than mentioning it. You know, mm. The only reason later. why we know it's the the Blue Fairy, though, is because it was mentioned in the mini If they wanted to in be surprised, yeah. she should have been wearing like a hat. Mm. Like a wench's hat. Yes. Milkmaid. Yeah. And then it would have been like, was. and she removed her hat and there was a shock of blue hair. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Not like, oh, I didn't know. Because you'd have know, made the assertion straight away. If he was that, yeah. if he is that certain, it's her. He wouldn't have gone like, um, because it would have. Yeah. Is the assumption here that she does know it's him right from the off, and she's being nice, but she's not gonna sort of give the game away? Mm. Or is, does she not recognize him? I think he's pretty recognizable. I think that's that could be true. Seeing as he's not changed his clothes for the last four and a half months, I'd say. He Apart from the fact his paper T-shirt's probably in tatters now, <laughs> he must look pretty much the same. I'd say so. Apart from a couple of like paintwork shiv marks where it's been scratched and stuff. Well, since we're in prediction territory. Yeah. Mini blub. Mini blub. Mini blub. What, what is happening? What is happening? Mini blub. The blue fairy tells Pinocchio why she faked her own death and reveals a mafia conspiracy which threatened her life and that's why she moved and changed her name right we're in italy so i thought it must be mafia controlled depth good david the uh jug lady (laughs) vehemently denies pinocchio's claims chucks her out on the street and pinocchio is uh abducted by geese (laughs) <laughs> what's the news is that that completely feasible i i, I, I completely I think, I feasible think i what i reckon is by the end you just i think that's what you've got to do i'm i'm i've played safe for a few weeks and it's, and it doesn't necessarily pay off there was that one time i got half a point which was yeah. just magnificent um but yeah what's the point but i can tell you it's not gonna happen today oh no. yeah so you both sort of mentioned the two characters involved. So once again, I'll give you the same, the same points for this week. It seems pretty fair. You can both have one eighty-second of a point. So we've done a little bit better than last time, yeah, but yeah, yeah, slightly. Yeah. probably yeah, just slightly. because you're feeling more generous. Slightly more generous. Than generous. Than this. Uh, so <laughs> chapter twenty-five's mini blurb reads thus: Pinocchio promises the fairy to be good and to study as he is growing tired of being a marionette and wishes to become a real boy. <gasps> oh, oh my finally, God. the desire oh gets expressed. Yep. It's all happening. So it is definitely the Blue Fairy. So maybe from next chapter, we should put her back into her Marge Simpson voice then. Yeah, she should just like have okay. a go like, <coughs> again. And she'd be like, oh, you realised it was me. And yeah, cough the, yeah, yeah. Cough the Essex is it out. A, a bit like that, that guy um, in the pit of despair in The Princess Bride. He's like, uh, uh, the pit, 
the pit of despair. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So he's actually going to put the hard graft in. Maybe the city of or place of busy bees is kind of finally rubbing uh, off on him. But knowing him, he's going to be it. making another terrible decision pretty soon after this chapter. Yeah, with Pinocchio, there's a big difference between him doing something and him promising to do something. It's so true. He's broken promises before with this fairy. I'm really looking forward to chapters where we get back to the mayhem. I felt like the last kind of four chapters have been slightly pedestrian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've still been enjoyable to listen to, but definitely less wacky. I think I think we peaked with the serpent. I think that's maybe what it is. That serpent just tickled me so much in terms of its randomness that I just I haven't recovered still. Very true. So it was like we kind of were there and then it's kind of been mm, for the last four chapters. So I'm kind of hoping we end up shooting back up again with a... I'm sure he will. I mean, his dad's lost at sea. There's more adventure to come. It's true, actually. We completely forgot about Geppetto. Mm. So do you reckon he's not going to appear until the end of the book? Yeah, maybe. Do you think it's going to be this cat and mouse of Pinocchio and Geppetto kind of missing each other as they travel around Europe? It's Finding Nemo. Mm. Definitely. Nemo. I'd love it if Geppetto was just when he turns up, he's got like souvenirs from all of the European countries that he's like. He's, he's, he's got one of those globes. like, yeah, he's got one of those naked statue aprons, and he's got a couple of fridge magnets. My niece uh, yeah. went to Greece, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Yeah, exactly it, that. Yeah. If you've got any comments or opinions on this chapter, you can message us on thelazybookclub at gmail dot com. Or if you're feeling fine, drop us a line on Twitter dot com. Oh. Our little handle is at lazybookclubpod. Tasty. <laughs> We're also on Instagram, coincidentally, at Lazy Book Club Pod. Where you're going to see the debut selfie of Miss Mattress Gonzalez. Um, if it, I, think, <laughs> I don't know. I think it looks like Selena Gomez. <laughs> it does look a little bit like Selena yeah. Gomez. Um, it's really funny. My friend actually did it and then sent it to me. And then all of the boys, it's it's the cruise ship boys I sing with. They're all going like, oh, Matt, I would. And I like felt strangely flattered that <laughs> all these guys found me very attractive. It's very disconcerting, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I can tell you. Thank you. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying Pinocchio so far. If you are, please do like, share, subscribe, like, and share. Like, share, share, subscribe. Like. definitely word of mouth helps us spread we've got a lovely little community going in california at the moment so big shout out to what big was it oakland oakland, oakland ooh, california ooh. you guys are awesome keep downloading that's very nice and then maybe when this covid's over you can actually meet up and do a proper book club in person listening to the podcast who knows so we will see you next week for chapters 25 and 26 of pinocchio and we'll find out if pinocchio finally finally gets finally. his life together. Top of we'll the see morning. <laughs> Bottom of the morning. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. <laughs>
actually Stop biting it. you. Yes, I've fed you. And what you can't a menace. Go outside. Yeah. Get off! <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this podcast to tell you that David's being attacked by his cat. Little ankle biter. Stop it! You've never done this before. I'm not even joking. Get off. Sorry, I'm going to try and keep on.